Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Everyone Wants to Be Heard. I've got a really good success story here from a guy who's a police officer. He's also an entrepreneur and has a little t-shirt business on the side. And he found out about my work, I guess about seven months ago, when he got dumped by his girlfriend of six months when he thought everything was great. So what's cool is he shares how what he's learned about human behavior has helped him diffuse situations in his job as a police officer, how he's using the things that I teach to get all the cute female nurses at the hospitals when he's there with people he's arrested or domestic violence or abuse cases. I mean, you know, I have a lot of friends and family that are are cops or retired police officers and heard a lot of crazy stories about the shit that goes on. And so I have immense respect for people that do that for a living. So definitely thank you for your service. But he's dating a really great gal that he likes. She, you know, she's kind of a tomboy, but because he acts so masculine, she's become very submissive. She wears dresses. She's very feminine, very sexy. She does things for him that she's never done for any guy. And the only reason she does that is because he's so in his masculine that she feels so comfortable moving into her feminine and letting him be the leader. So it's a little bit longer than a normal email, but it's a really good one. But I got a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, everything human beings do is either to get love or to give love. By asking questions and taking a sincere interest in other people to find out their hopes, dreams, challenges, and desires, you will make people feel like you really care about who they are as a human being. This will cause them to like and trust you and to see you as an ally and a friend. When people feel heard and understood, they feel significant, important, valued, and appreciated. This causes them to uncross their arms, relax, and adopt a body language and physiology that is open to you. Therefore, when you see someone cross their arms, it means you need to speak less, ask questions, and listen more. So he says, hey, Corey, how's it going? fucking awesome of course he says it's fucking awesome here too lol how do you know i was gonna say that no questions here just an email to say thanks for the value that you've added to my life and others that follow you this is a longer email but it's worth a read and i'd love to see a youtube video also well hey guess what you made the cut dude here's my story i'm 30 years old i have a six-year-old daughter i'm a police officer and i started a t-shirt brand about a year and a half ago About seven months ago, my girlfriend of six months broke up with me suddenly. I thought all was well. However, I was wrong. I did a lot of things wrong with her and some things right on accident. Obviously, when she broke up with me via breaking dates and ignoring my texts, I was devastated. So I acted like a little bitch, got pissed off, over-pursued, begged, explained to her logically why I was good, blah, 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 all the standard nice guy stuff. Of course, the same situation had happened to me a lot before. I know what that's like, dude. That used to be my fucking life too. And it's very fucking frustrating. When you're always getting dumped, you don't understand why, you get two or three dates and then they don't ever return your calls after that. You're thinking, what the fuck? And you can't ever get a straight answer from any of them either. Why? You're a really great guy, but there's just no chemistry. You were all over me last week. There's no chemistry. Huh? He says, of course, the same situation had happened before 
a lot before and I was sick of it and I wanted my ex back so I searched for directions. I went to YouTube and ended up finding one of your videos. I found some other guys that gave similar advice, no contact, etc. But you explained why these things work. Yeah, I don't just teach techniques. I actually teach you when you understand what why people do what they do, they become really predictable. Men and women both become totally predictable. Helps you in sales negotiations, helps you in your personal life, helps you in your friendships, helps you in negotiations with clients or business partners or equity investors if you've got a company you're trying to build. I instantly connected because I'm a police officer and deal with human behavior every day. He puts in big letters. But like most police officers, I didn't connect it with personal matters and didn't understand why people actually act like they do. My mind was blown. Simply understanding feminine and masculine energy has put me several steps above my coworkers. Good. When are you going to become chief of police? We need guys like you running shit. There's too many fucking losers in positions of leadership and power all over the world. So I'm counting on you. At work, one of my areas of interest is mental illness. I've applied your principles with victims of domestic violence and mental illness and it has worked wonders. In one instance, there was a lady we'll call Jessica. Jessica was very intoxicated and called the police stating she wanted to kill herself. If somebody does that, what they're really doing is reaching out for help. They want somebody – remember, everything people do, they're trying to get love or give love and she just wanted, wanted love. That's all she really needed. Does anybody love me enough to want me to stick around? Let me call the police. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do something about it. That's, that's her cry for help. Her husband had died and she was an alcoholic. However, she did not want help from the police. Surprising, right? The other officer kept asking questions like a normal officer would, gathering info for a report. I watched her cross her arms to create a barrier over her emotional center as she yelled, Get the fuck out of my room. With the end in mind, I started asking her questions like, what do you like to do for fun and why are you so sad? This is the kind of thing a friend would ask somebody. That's why it works so well. That's why asking these kinds of questions, obviously you're not going to say to a woman that you're trying to date, why are you so sad? But this guy is using these techniques of asking the kind of questions that a dear close friend or family member would ask because that creates rapport. It makes her feel like, Wow, this guy really does give a shit about me. He really cares. She talked and talked and talked as her arms started to uncross. The other officer grew impatient as he interjected and said, Do you want to go to the hospital? Her arms crossed again as she said, I'm not going anywhere, motherfucker. (laughs) Then I told him to shut up, LOL. I told her to tell me more and asked, Do you want my advice or do you just want me to listen? Very good, dude. He definitely must have watched that video, How to Communicate with Women Effectively. Her eyes lit up and she said, I just want you to listen. It's all she wanted is a cry for help. She didn't really want to kill herself. She just wanted to be loved. That's the bottom line. And you were doing that. You were the perfect guy, the right moment, the right place, the right time to intervene and help her change her life, make her feel like a total stranger actually gave a shit. Great fucking job, dude. And he says, go on, I said. She rambled on for a couple of minutes until she asked what to do. I said, do you want my advice? She said, yes, please. 
So notice how he creates rapport by list, asking questions and listening. Uh-huh. Tell me more. What else? Don't leave anything out. Now she's spoken whatever's inside of her and gotten out of her heart and the law of reciprocity. When somebody else listens to you for a period of time, you feel like, you know what? They've been kind enough to listen to me. Well, let me see what they're all about. And then that's when turn – now she's open to advice. And then he said, I think you should consider – he didn't say you need to go to the hospital. I think you should consider going to the hospital and being mentally evaluated. She said, I think you're right. Let me get my shoes. He suggested something to her that a good friend would. He asked her because he only gave her advice when he made sure she was open to it. It's brilliant how that works. It's just taking a little bit of time to give a fucking shit about somebody else. That's all it really is. Most guys, you know, when they're trying to pick up a girl, they see a pretty girl. They're like, nice boobs, nice ass. Wow, there's nothing wrong with that. Women like the fact that you're attracted. But then the guy starts showing up, trying to impress her and talk about himself and his accomplishments or ask stupid questions like – I remember one of my girlfriends. She had 30, 34 double D. And she said – Almost every single fucking time she went out on a first date, guys would always do this. They go, hey, I, I got a question I want I, I, I to ask you and I hope you don't get offended. She knew what was coming next. But are those real? <laughs> it's like, what are you fucking thinking? It's like, you'll find out later when you're, you're motorboating those bad boys. I mean, come on. She says, let me get my shoes. I like you. When you listen to other people, it creates rapport. It makes them like you and trust you. So this guy's a cop. Arms went from being crossed to, hey, let me get my shoes. I like you because he made her feel like he fucking cared. And he does because he's a cop. That's why he became a cop in the first place. But now he's got some additional tools in his popo toolbox, if you will. And by the way, don't P.O.P. Don't be pissing off the police. Now get that motherfucker away from me and pointed to the other officer who was never rude to her I might add. He just didn't take the time to make her feel like he gave a shit. He's just like, I just need the info on my fucking report and I want to get out of here. I want to deal with your fucking drunk sorry ass. Obviously during her ranting and venting, she gave us enough info that required us to take her to the hospital for an evaluation. But he coaxed it out of her. He got her to tell her everything and then invited her to come and she's like, hey, that's a good idea. However, I think she might have thought she had the choice. You were a great fucking salesman, my friend. Now I've shared your principles with a local mental health psychologist and, is, and have blown her mind as well. But enough about work. That's fucking awesome, dude. Great fucking job. In my personal life, since the breakup, I've applied your principles of simply acting like myself and being awesome. I've never really struggled with women but now it's crazy. The best analogy that I can think of is before your book, I knew how to play football and get to the touchdown eventually. After your book, I'm calling the plays and know exactly how to score the touchdown every time. Confidence. Here's the problem. It almost feels like cheating. It's your birthright to know this stuff, dude. I mean think about it. The creator created us to be a certain way. It's not complicated. Men and women like each other. We're attracted to each other. We want to have sex with each other. We want to hang out with each other. We look different. We smell different. We like different things. 
I mean, it's pretty simple. But all this other bullshit's gotten in the fucking way. And you got all this nonsense being broadcast 24-7 around the world in the news, in the media, in TV shows, in popular culture. And it's just fucking bullshit. All it does is mix people up. He says, it almost feels like cheating because you can literally predict a girl's response before she makes it. At work, we go into the ER a lot and see a lot of hot nurses, target-rich environment. Obviously, I'm not going to ask out a bunch of women while I'm at work. You say, hey, well, you know, give me a call this weekend. Grab my number. Call me later when you get off. Give out your number. Start them off pursuing you from the get-go. You never even have to initiate for the first two to three dates. They're contacting you. It's their fucking idea. However, I will be playful and poke fun while making eye contact and still showing indifference. And I do this with all women there, young and old. It's smart because if you only flirt with the pretty girls and you ignore all the old ones, then when you're not around, they're going to say, that cop was dick. But if you're flirting with all of them because you just love women in general, they're going to be like, he's so sweet. He's so cute. One of the nurses is going, I got his number. And the, other, and the older one who's married and is going to say, he's a really nice man. You should definitely give him a call. And then a few days later, she's going to go, did you call that police officer you met the other? He was really handsome and nice. He's the perfect guy for you. You, may, you make an ally by doing that. You get her on your side. And so she's selling you when you're not even around. That's why you treat all women the same. The side effect is these hot nurses, mostly younger ones or my age, and some married will follow me around and bug me while I'm trying to do my paperwork. Then when I leave, it never fails. I'll receive a friend request on Facebook, which often leads to their rejection because I really don't have time for all of them, lol. Damn it, Corey, it's almost a curse. Oh, you poor baby. I know you suffered through it. I've literally had to reject more girls than I've ever dated. A guy has to have standards. Of course. I don't want you dating some fucking mediocre girl. The whole reason I teach this stuff is I want you to have somebody that knocks your socks off. Because if they don't knock your socks off, you're not going to make much of the effort that's required to make it healthy and work and last long term. He says, a good comeback I had one time while on a date with a girl that was a hairdresser was, I have a shaved head and I'm slightly balding but sexy. And we were talking about hair or something and she said to me, yeah, but it's not like you have hair or like you have any hair anyway. And he said, honey, don't be mad just because you're a hairdresser and you can't have your way with me, haha. It's a good comeback, dude. Let me tell you about the current awesome girl that I'm dating. I'll call her Samantha. She's 26 years old. She's a lot like me. Remember, like attracts like. People who like the same things tend to like each other. Very patient and not insecure. One thing I've noticed is she comes from a loving family and she cares about her dad a lot. Sounds like you may have a winner, my friend. Here's where it gets interesting. She works at a car dealership. She works on cars and works with a lot of men, and she's slightly tomboyish. I've known Samantha for a couple of years, and I thought she was cute, but she was with someone, so it never crossed her mind. Then I broke up with a girl that I was dating about three months ago because she was very insecure, even though she was hot and career-driven. It was like a day later that Samantha added me on Facebook. Hmm, what a coincidence. Isn't that amazing? I sent her a message, and I acted dumb and said, Do I know you from somewhere? She automatically had to prove to me how she knew me. I ended up saying a couple of or a me- couple of messages later, hey, I'd like to invite you out for some drinks. When are you free? And she said, without hesitation, I'm free Tuesday. 
I said, great, send me your address and I'll pick you up at 7. She said a little bit later, to be honest with you, I've never had a guy pick me up. Would you rather meet me? Me meet you somewhere. I said, poor girl, how's a guy supposed to open the car door for you if we meet somewhere, lol? I'll pick you up at 7. Sound good? Now, I didn't tell her where we were going, even though she asked. I just said, I don't like ruining surprises. We went out and had a great first date. We went to the casino after dinner. And before we could leave the parking lot, I said, are you going to get over here and kiss me or not? (laughs) That sounds familiar. You must take action to get action. Yep. Feel free to use that one. I made it up. She pounced on me. Needless to say, I was invited into her place for some indoor Olympics with little to no effort by me. When a woman likes you, the doors start opening and all you have to do is walk through them, just like Adam Carolla said. So true. But if they start slamming in your face, you walk away. Listen to this. By week three or four, Samantha bought a dress for one of our dates. She said to me, I never wear dresses, but there's just something about you that makes me want to wear one. Hmm. That's fucking predictable. Interesting. She now goes tanning and works out all the time. So she's happy, she's in love, and she wants to take better care of herself to look hot and sexier just for you. That tells me she's happy and you're doing a good job of making her happy. So that's awesome, dude. Proud of you. She says she just wants to look hot when I rip her clothes off. Isn't that – I mean how hard is that? To be with a woman who takes extra care of herself when you're around just because she loves you and cares about you? Goes and gets tanning, goes to the gym, buys clothes especially just to look hot for you. Now during these last couple of months, my ex has got back in touch. She does 100% of the pursuing even though I basically blow her off because I've come to realize even though I didn't believe you at first. How many times you heard me say in a video, even if you think I'm full of shit, just apply the things I teach, we'll see that they work. She just isn't all that great to begin with. She's hot, but she's a liar, very insecure, and a hot mess. I know those women all too well. I've dated plenty of them. You can have a lot of fun, but they're not great girlfriends or they're certainly not in wife material. I love her, but she's not worth the trouble. With that being said, even if things don't work out with Samantha in the end, I know I'll have another great girl that sees my value wanting to get to the front of the line. I've been able to balance the nice guy behavior with the asshole behavior. Corey, I'm sorry for the long email, but you need to know this. You've helped me change my personal life, police work, and my business. Your work has also helped me understand my daughter better so she doesn't marry a douchebag one day. Hey, fucking men to that, brother. I, I have only read your book three times. Don't be mad. However, I was interrupted because I was reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey twice. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Very smart and 80-20 Sales and Marketing by Perry Marshall. I have also recently discovered the works of Simon Sinek. I have no idea who that is. Thank you for being awesome. Hint, hint, audiobook. Come on, man. Someday I'm going to do an audiobook. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I, I got an email from somebody or I see a YouTube comment going, have you ever thought about doing an audiobook? No. Most people don't read many books, but my book should be one book that you read 10 to 15 times. This is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself and your family and all of your future generations so you don't have to suffer from the kind of bullshit that the rest of us have suffered through. 
So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.